Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. This is Katie Sweetman and this is Empowering Astrology for the week of January 31st through February 6, 2022. I realized I didn't update the date in the corner. So nevertheless, it's Mercury's turning direct this week. We're actually coming out of a retrograde on uh, the 3rd of February. So I guess it's really become bound to be little things here and there. But um, this week, we've got a lot of things going on. Um, we've got Mercury turning direct, as I was just talking about, we actually have Aquarius new moon tomorrow. Um, this is actually, a, I believe, a really important uh, new moon for the year and a lens in which uh, a story is emerging. This is part of a bigger story that's been with us since 2018, 2019, more on that in a moment. And uh, we're sort of recapping some of the things that happened last week because they are threading their way through the astrology of this week. And the other thing that we're doing this week, if we are doing anything, is we are checking in with Saturn. And I guess we always have to check in with Saturn, but this is the week that the sun meets up with Saturn and Aquarius. We have a check-in with a story that began back in 2020. Um, and this is a story where a certain part of our life has to grow and evolve. It needs a lot of work. It needs a lot of maturity, balance, equity, harmony. And Saturn is, uh, we're checking in with Saturn. Saturn's maybe even giving us uh, some feedback on our work over the last year and a half. But um, if you're watching live, do say hello. I, I know some people have said where they are watching from. I, I don't know, I'm kind of a nerd. Just let me know where you're watching from. Um, I'm here in the New York City area, I'm right outside in a place called Jersey City. And uh, yeah, so as I said earlier, we gather every week to look at the astrology and see how we can work with this with this time. And that's what astrology is. Astrology is the energy of time. It's how we live time. It's metaphoric time and how this energy plays out through our life. And of course, we have free will. That's why I say the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. You still have uh, your work to do with this astrology. And how do you consciously live through this time. And that's sort of where I come from with my work is how do I bring consciousness into this uh, sort of framework of astrology. And I believe that each and every one of you has your own map, your own guide, your own framework, uh, your own program to live uh, that's trying to get you towards success. And when I talk about Saturn shortly, we'll talk all about the planet of success, which is not what you probably think Saturn is a planet of, especially if you know your traditional astrology. Um, but let's sort of quickly go back and recap last week because we had Venus that turned direct in Capricorn. Um, we have a lot of things going on in Capricorn, as I said a few moments ago, and Venus, it turned direct at 11 degrees of Capricorn and it spent 40 days that's the duration of Venus's retrograde cycle 40 days that you know kind of sounds very biblical um, but 40 days Venus rewinds uh, often through just one sign sometimes through two signs but in this case just Capricorn and there is this need to reflect on value the value of something the value of ourselves or the choices and relationships that we make, the people that we partner with, uh, the, the investments that we make, and even these invisible investments of time and energy. Venus turning direct uh, means that maybe we have a little bit more clarity or now we need to take action. Um, 
Venus is like a little bit of a technical point, but something that maybe for those who know a little bit more astrology to always put in the back of your head, especially as we have eclipses in Taurus, we have Uranus in Taurus. So every time Venus does something major, like turn retrograde or turn direct, it ticks back to this whole story that we've been working through since Uranus went to Taurus, May 2018, March 2019. So whatever you've been chewing on or ruminating about or reflecting on over the last 40 days is actually part of a bigger story and a bigger story of growth and evolution and transformation in your life. Um, we also have Mars that went into Capricorn last week. So we've got all this energy going on in Capricorn. Capricorn by Saturn talks about the physical structures of our life. Then we're going into an Aquarius, <clears throat> excuse me, an Aquarius new moon uh, tomorrow, February 1st. And Aquarius also ruled by Saturn. And I went into a bit of an explanation about the traditional rulership of Saturn and Aquarius. Um, but Saturn as a ruler of Aquarius talks about the invisible structures of our lives. And these are the, the beliefs that we hold, the ideology, ideology, the truth, uh, this, the fabric of society, our social networks, um, our community, community and friendships. Um, I guess I'm in retrograde today. Um, but that said, uh, let's, let's dive into this week because we've got a lot to cover. Um, just a quick note before I forget, um, what was it? Uh, I did a talk last week. I was invited to talk about the lunar nodes for the big Apple astrology group. Uh, normally they meet in Manhattan, but because of COVID, they were doing it online. Uh, maybe some of you were able to join me for that. It was like a two hour talk um, on the lunar nodes going to Taurus and Scorpio. And actually, it was actually a really good opportunity. So hopefully you got to see it. Um, it's just one of those things that's live. Um, I don't think there's a replay. But anyway, let's talk about this week of January 31st through February 6, 2022. So as I said, a few moments ago, we have an Aquarius new moon tomorrow, February 1st of 2022. Uh, this not only kicks off the month of February, but it also starts a new lunar month. And for those who celebrate the lunar new year it is the start of a uh, new lunar year um, in, the, in the lunar calendar. But today, uh, Monday, January 31st, we're in that what's called balsamic moon. We're in the, that last bit of uh, energy before something renews, something changes. And if you are celebrating the lunar calendar, this is the end of something, the end of a lunar year. But this is a time to let go, reflect, prepare. Typically, the energy right before a new moon is a bit quiet. We feel a bit tired. We don't want to push too hard. And, and that's fine. I was trying to tell my best friend, don't worry if you don't really want to work today. Uh, and if you, of course, have that uh, luxury not to do so. Um, but tomorrow we have an Aquarius new moon at 12 degrees of Aquarius. So a couple of finer points. Now, Aquarius is the second to last sign in the zodiac. It's the sign that brings us towards the end. You know, Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac, but we are sort of getting towards the end. And we, as we get to the end of the zodiac, it's not about the eye. It's not about the personal. It's about something larger than that. And so Aquarius, for that reason, talks about the systems and the structures and the networks and the communities that we are part of, sort of the sense of 
greater whole, the sense of belonging to the greater whole. Uh, Aquarius is also a sign that points our vision towards the future. We sort of, in theory, reach Capricorn, reach the success of Capricorn, and now we need to figure out, well, what are our next goals? What are our hopes and wishes and dreams for the future? So there's typically a very forward-looking energy with Aquarius. It has this reputation for being futuristic, um, a little uh, sci-fi-y, alien-y, um, because I think it's also there's, there's two sides to every sign of the zodiac. And one side of Aquarius is very uh, much about equity and justice and fairness and like social equity and social justice. But there's this other side of Aquarius that can feel almost un inhuman, disconnected. And so there is these always these polarities every time we work with the archetype of a sign. We are trying to find connection when we reach the sign of Aquarius. And this could be a time when we also feel that pang of separation, disconnection, especially after the last couple of years that we've been through and, and the entirety of Saturn and Aquarius since 2020. You know, Saturn and Aquarius as a whole, Saturn's in Aquarius right now, the new moon tomorrow will be also in Aquarius, is this, this sort of serious look at the systems and networks that we are part of, our humanity, our inhumanity, our connection, our, our disconnection and even our relationship with, with technology and science. Um, so we're not even quite done with it. You know, Saturn right now is at 15 degrees Aquarius, and it doesn't leave Aquarius until March of 2023. So this is why I was saying earlier, this is a big check-in with, uh, with our time with Saturn and Aquarius. But this new moon is important, and it's one of those ones that I had my eye on because it does a couple of things. Number one, it marks the midpoint of our eclipse journey. So we had a, we had a full moon, November 19th, 2021, followed by a new moon, uh, solar eclipse, lunar eclipse November 19th, um, solar eclipse, um, gosh, my, my, my Frankenstein's getting a little intense, um, followed by a solar eclipse on December 4th. So three months later, which is approximately where we are, we're at the midpoint of the eclipses. In fact, the full moon on uh, February 16th at 27 degrees of Leo exactly squares that lunar eclipse degree from November 19th. So we go into a lunar month tomorrow, February 1st, that activates the energies of eclipses. Now, presently, the lunar nodes are in Scorpio and Taurus. They went into Scorpio and Taurus on January 18th, so just a couple weeks ago. So this is the first time we, well, you know, now that we're having the Aquarius is what's called a fixed sign, and Taurus and Scorpio are also called fixed signs. So this is the first time we're having uh, what's called a lunation, activating another fixed sign, activating the nodes in a fixed sign. I know it's technical information. But we get that bump of eclipse energy. We get the energy of the nodes coming in. We, we now have Venus direct. We have Mercury turning direct on the third. So there's just a lot of energy going on. So there's that. So this is this idea that the next four weeks are <clears throat> sort of living also through the lens of an eclipse, living through the lens of 
sort of a presaging the eclipses of April and May of 2022. This is why I always tell people just take notes, have a journal um, so that you can go back and see what was going on now, the conversations, the, the thoughts, the ideas, and how they sort of illuminate a story that's on the horizon for April and May when we have the next eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio. The other thing is that this uh, this new moon is conjunct Saturn. Uh, the new moon is at 12 degrees, Saturn's at 15 degrees, and it's square Uranus at 10 degrees. So kind of throwing some technical information out to you. All, in tw all throughout 2021, we had this marquee astrological event that was driving the astrology of the year, Saturn square Uranus. Now, the, there were three connections of those planets in 2021, and, and we are the last one was on December 24th, so we're done, air quotes, done with the exact uh, square. But uh, as we go into 2022 further, and especially after this new moon, we are sort of getting these connections back to the energy. So throughout 2021, it felt like we had one foot in a new life, one foot in an old life, because we it was a way of which of expressing these two forces of Saturn and Uranus pulling and, and sort of grading in a way in two different ways. So that energy is present in this new moon. And so it's my feeling that we have to sort of take more concrete action to get into a new life. This is a new moon that builds upon, galvanizes, concretizes a lot of the changes that we were going through in 2021. And then to be fair, these were changes that were set in motion in 2018, 2019, 2020. So when I go through the 12 signs uh, in a moment, we'll kind of get a little bit you know, more of a, an idea about what's being activated, but this is a part of your life uh, that's really trying to build support for you. It's always been my feeling about Saturn Aquarius, especially with its square to Uranus, is that whatever we're building right now, it has to be very new. We can't continue to use the same systems and networks that we've been using previously. And I'm mostly speaking about this on a personal level. Of course, this is all, all across the board. But on a personal level, your life is used to running on certain uh, systems and networks, invisible systems and networks. It's like an, an operating system that you're just used to just turning on the computer and then running your life. And then wait a second, you get to 2020, 2021, it doesn't, doesn't work anymore. So that's why we have to, I'm using computer metaphors. Um, that's why we have to upgrade our personal operating system, so to speak. And this means doing things very differently. So this new moon again it's activating eclipse energies it means that things can come in and out of our lives we have maybe personal milestones that are happening this week and also the next few weeks um, and it also means that we have to get real we have to create structure and limits and boundaries and commitments and if th something's out of order there is this idea that aquarius in a way it picks up on the energies of libra with the triplicity of air, Saturn, exalted in Libra, these really technical points. And I think because of that, we have to really bring some balance and harmony to our lives. So if something's not working, then use this new moon to put things back into order, put things back in balance to maybe use a new system in your life, do things differently, um, take one step further into something very new. 
Um, but yeah, it's all connected to things in the past. So as we get later this week, we're going to have the Aquarius sun meet up with Saturn 15 degrees on Friday, February 4th. So every year the sun in, in uh, the sun in Saturn makes something called a conjunction. It's just the past couple of years that it's been an Aquarius. So this is a check-in with a big story that we've been uh, working through since 2020. Just a little quick recap, Saturn first went into Aquarius um, March 21st, 2020. Yes, March of 2020. And it did a little preview. It left Aquarius on July 1st of 2020, but it went back on December 17th. So the idea is that from December 17th, 2020, all the way until March 4th, 6th, I can't remember which, uh, 2023, just a year from now, there's a certain part of our life that needs attention. It needs maturity, it needs structure, it needs boundaries. The bar is set higher in this part of our life. If this part of your life happens to be relationships, which it is for Leo, by the way, you can't, you know, this is not about casual relationships. And I don't mean this necessarily just romantic. This is about serious partnership. This is about connection. This is about forging um, personal one-on-one um, partnership. And this has to all be balanced. It has to be committed. It has to be something that builds towards the future, for example. So we're really under these Saturn energies this week. And Saturn is asking each and every one of us to take a step up. And this is why I said earlier that we don't always think of Saturn as a framework for success, you know, especially through a more traditional lens. Saturn is actually about loss and suffering and setbacks. And of course, there is that side of Saturn, but I think that when we really try to hone in on what Saturn is asking of us at any particular part of our life, especially in context with where Saturn was when we were born, I could do a whole class on Saturn. Um, I think that the, it, not that life is easier, but I think just do what Saturn wants. Life is certainly um, not as much suffering. Um, so if Saturn is really asking you to take relationships seriously or take yourself seriously or take career seriously during this particular part of your life, then how do you do that this week? And if you haven't, and this is sort of where we get that pushback from Saturn, that's where this week you really feel the, the reality check with Saturn. And, and to be fair, Saturn can give us a reality check. It doesn't like us when we haven't quite kept things in order or kept things in the right, uh, the right way. Um, but um, I, you know, if you've been watching me long enough, you know that I'm, I'm a huge uh, staunch supporter of Saturn, um, because I really do believe that each and every one of us came into this life with a pathway to success revealed by where Saturn is and where, where, where it was when we were born. Yeah, life purpose. And we just work and work and work and work and work. And it takes time, but eventually it becomes very, you know, forged and forged with our with our hard work and our decisions. Just the goal is not to suffer, of course. Um, so those are our bigger points for this week. Let's look at what this means for each of the 12 signs of the zodiac. So we can kind of get a little bit more um, uh, focused on how and, and where and when and, and why Saturn is showing up in our lives. So again, just, you know, kind of a reminder, you can listen for your sun sign. You can listen for your rising sign. If you're thinking which one is better, which one's wish, listen to both. 
synthesize the two, see where you feel more of the story coming up for you. And, and that's uh, maybe kind of give you some insight into your life. So Leo, oh my God, Leo, I got Leo on the brain. <laughs> um, I can tell that like Mercury retrograde is, is riding on me hard, but um, Aries, let's start with Aries, first sign of the Zodiac, um, Aries. Okay, so Saturn has been in what's called your 11th sign since pretty much the end of 2020, although you have a little bit of bump in um, the spring or rather March to July 2020. Over the last year, a little bit over a year, you've had to take friendships and community seriously. This is a time for you to get very clear about who's your friend, who's not your friend, who's an ally, who's not an ally. And maybe you've seen uh, relationships and friendships end, but this is not about friendships ending. This is about you getting very clear about the type of people that you want and need in your life, the people that are actually going to be a support for you and for the future. So maybe, again, uh, the people that were in your life a couple of years ago are not in your life right now. But the idea is that those that remain, they're stronger. They are uh, hopefully a better support for you. The, you see more eye to eye, for example. So with the new moon that's on February 1st, and of course the sun conjunct Saturn on uh, February 4th, this is your time to sit down with Saturn. And Saturn's going to ask you how... What is your relationship with friends and community? Have you built community? How have you built community over the past couple of years? Are you more isolated than ever? Or have you actually made a concerted effort to reach out? The thing about the Saturn is that it's never easy. It's not handed to us. And sometimes we have those, those setbacks and those sort of loss of confidence. It's a very typical Saturn thing, especially Sun and Saturn, that we need to sort of get up and, and keep at it do it again so who's your who are your allies who's your friends who's your community um, also really thinking about your future and having a concrete vision even if it's not manifested about where you want to take your life towards what are your hopes and wishes and dreams for the future the thing that's been the, the sort of the rub in all this with where the square is coming in from Uranus is that this is also through the lens of value. Do my friends value me? Do I value my friends? Do I value community and social connection and society and humanity? And do I feel like I have a valuable place in the world? So you're, every Aries is going to experience this differently. And I think with Mars, your planet Aries and Capricorn, um, you have to take a lot of things seriously right now. And, and even though this new moon is in your 11th, it actually might affect how the sort of the course that you're taking in your professional life and something about your career. So especially when Mars gets into Aquarius in March, but uh, this is your time to really sit down and, and, and map out what is your plan for success, um, not just for this year, but as you sort of round out this time of Saturn and Aquarius, because Saturn will leave Aquarius in March of 2023. Um, Taurus, so Saturn has been in your career sign since um, 2020. And sort of what I've been telling Taurus is that Saturn is sort of asking you a question right now. What do you want to be when you grow up? And I don't care if you're 25, I don't care if you're 85, but Saturn is asking you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And over the last year, the idea is that you hopefully have a little bit of a clear idea about what that 
needs to be. Maybe the professional direction that you were in in 2020s is not where you are now. Um, Saturn, on the other hand, is about milestones and sort of the actualization of all the hard work and professional hard work and the responsibilities and duties that you've taken on. So maybe Sun conjunct Saturn this week is actually the, the recognition of something on a professional level or a career level. It could be a time when you have to take on more responsibility or you have to take like real actionable steps towards the goals and the, the milestones that you're trying to achieve in your professional life. I think the thing that's been a little bit interesting this year for Taurus is that you've seen a lot of personal changes with Uranus in Taurus and how that has in kind transformed or changed or created a new course in your professional life. Um, but this is, this is a time in general of hard work. Taurus, um, really reach for your goals. And that's the thing about Saturn in this part of your life is just really trying to concretize your professional life. I mean, when, I mean, I was much younger, but when I had Saturn go through my 10th, which is where it is for you now, I was like really in the baby stages of trying to put together my astrology career even though things take time. And Saturn says that things could take seven years, they could take 15 years, 14, 15 years, they could take 30 years. But you are at a career peak right now, Taurus, so you really want to use this um, to the best of your ability right now. And so use this new moon um, maybe to get, uh, you know, make a job change, um, get a promotion, um, set off in a new course in your professional life. Um... Gemini. Gemini. So I've said this before, there's been a lot of these deeper existential points that you've been navigating over the last uh, year plus. Saturn is going through what's called your ninth sign. This is a capitalization of all the deep emotional work that you did to 2018, 2019, 2020. It's like, what do you believe in? You know, what's your truth? What do you stand for? Um, after everything that you've been through, what does it form? What sort of belief does it form? For some Geminis, this could be a crisis of faith, a sort of a need to, to go back and sort of figure out what is true and what is not true. For other Geminis, it's a strong time to really create a, sh a sharp lens of philosophy, mission, um, conviction, you know, what we stand for. Um, but this is a time of really uh, shaping your place in the world and sort of how you see the world. Also, just a like, more traditional way of looking at it is about going back to school or education or really taking your education seriously. And so maybe that's what Saturn is saying to you this week. Okay, after everything that you've been through, Gemini, what do you believe in? What do you stand for? How are you prioritizing and taking seriously your education? Um, how does your life sort of fit within a framework or a lens of a philosophy or even a religion? I mean, this part of the chart very traditionally is about religion, but it doesn't have to be religion. It can also be these sort of philosophical frameworks, these sort of 
ideas of right and wrong that we try to live our lives um, in accordance to. We all have to have to have some sense of morality and moral compass. I know that word morality is a little heavy, but this, we all, you know, it's not the sort of capital M morality. It's just sort of like, this is how I live my life. This is sort of the, the code of ethic that I live my life against. So maybe that's something that Saturn is really sending you down with uh, this week. Um, it's sort of the sort of the friction point uh, throughout 2021 and even this year has been Uranus in your 12th and it is sort of this need to open up and see a lot of things differently and peer into your blind spots and sort of open up your your your, your deeper sense of intuitive truth and meaning um, against or even in tandem with how you're seeing the world at large but you know, especially with mercury in your eighth right now you got all the energy in your eighth right now gemini it's a lot of soul searching going on um cancer cancer so this is all taking place in something called your eighth sign and i think and i've said this before but i just really wanted to do it due diligence i think when saturn goes through the eighth it's one of the harder things that we have to go through in our work of saturn through each of our zodiac signs throughout our chart when saturn sits us down in the eighth it's it's against the backdrop of a time where you have to really do a lot of deep emotional work you have to face yourself the eighth is where we are tested by life we are emotionally tested spiritually tested we have to go into our underworld and to see things about ourselves maybe see things about the world around us that we haven't wanted to see so the last year has been a deep deep work um, maybe you're exhausted cancer um, maybe cancer you've been uh, avoiding saturn it's just when saturn sits you down it's saying how have you mastered the deepest parts of yourself which of course is a, is a big ask um, and maybe you know we're, we're human and we don't feel that we are as far as we need to be or maybe we are taking this energy and we are prioritizing our emotional health and well-being we are feeling a deeper sense of um, understanding of the power of intimacy and vulnerability in our lives and, and power power in general power and control um, and and this is a time that is about money and finance and so Saturn is also also asking you what is your relationship with money do you know your true value and worth who has power over you and this includes people who who have power over us for financial reasons um, but this is a time for us to really find a deep sense of resiliency because when we come out of the eighth we are irrevocably transformed and this is what brings us into the light of truth and wisdom and knowledge on the ninth a little bit of a technical point so the the rub for you cancer is that you know you've had uranus in your 11th and so you've needed to see the world and see your future and to see possibility even see your humanity in a much different way um but i think it's 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 kind of a you know it's, it's a interesting full moon not full moon it's an interesting new moon for you cancer and one that is a yardstick or a meter stick um, against uh, a lot of the deeper emotional work that you've been doing for the last year 
Um, it's just my personal philosophy is that when life brings you into the eighth, whether it's a day, whether it's a year or two years or almost you know two and a half years with Saturn, um, don't do it alone. So make sure you you have somebody to kind of feel like you have a confidant or a therapist or somebody that you can talk to because. Um, you know, maybe uh, there's certain cancers out there where the, the old emotional framework, they're holding on to it. But I think Saturn is saying to you this week that you can't keep holding on to it anymore. Um, da, 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 da. Leo. See, I tried to start with Leo. I don't know why. Um, but now here we are. Leo. Um, Leo, this is all happening in something called your seventh sign. And seventh sign's about relationship. It's how you connect and interact and socialize and partner with other people. So Saturn has been saying to you since 2020, are you taking relationships seriously? Now, I mean this in the broadest sense because relationship is not just romantic relationship. In fact, this part of the chart teaches us that we can't do things alone. We, we need connection, we need partnership, and sometimes we need committed partnership, but we need to feel like we have a, a romantic uh, partner in our life. But this is about relationships in general and how you can't keep trying to do things alone, per se. So Saturn is asking you, okay, well, what have you learned about relationship and partnership? Are existing relationships and partnerships in a state of equity and balance? Do, does the math add up? Do the receipts add up? Um, if you're not in a relationship, maybe you're seeing somebody and this is a time for you and that person to either come together because that's what Saturn wants us to do or break apart because it's not going to work. Um, if you're not seeing somebody or maybe you're just looking at relationships in general, maybe you want a relationship. Um, how do you use this check-in with Saturn to take real concrete, serious steps towards what you want and what you need? in your life, the thing that's just, this is all happening against the backdrop of Uranus in your 10th. And this has really been shifting and shaking up your direction in life, your career, your, you know, so it's, it's whatever is happening in your professional life in a, in a strange way is also connected to relationships right now. It's sort of these two corners of your life, Leo, that you're seeing a lot of big changes. But um, this is your season, Leo, to really focus on other people, the needs of other people, and trying to put your life back into balance and harmony and equity. Virgo. So your big check-in with Saturn is happening in your sign of health and wellness. So Saturn, when it went into Aquarius in 2020, started to say to you, this is your time to take your health seriously. Now, this of course means different things to different Virgos. Um, one Virgo, they just started going to the gym even more. For another Virgo, they realized that they really have to focus on their physical being. And Saturn's like, yes, your physical being. Um, maybe there's been a health challenge for another Virgo and hopefully not a serious health challenge for other Virgos. But this is a time where your physical life, your physical body needs to be as much as it can in tip-top shape. Saturn is the planet, um, especially when it's in the sixth, sort of picks up the energies of Virgo, the sense of purity, the sense of um, 
organization and really getting the the systems that your your physical life runs on up and humming and running. So having a schedule, going to sleep on time, getting enough rest, um, eating your vegetables, um, not working too hard, um, cleaning out the medicine cabinet, to, to taking the old spoiled food out of the of, of the fridge, for example. It's like, how do you really stand up to Saturn's um, measure of purity, health, wellness, balance, equity, in every part and every facet of your day-to-day -day life? Um, but there is a sense of when Saturn is in a part of the chart that does talk about our physicality, we feel our age, we feel time, we feel our bones. Saturn is the planet of teeth and bones. So just do as much as you can to make um, you know, Saturn's physical check-in, it's like you went to the doctor this week, um, a, a good uh, bill of health, so to speak. There has been a uh, sort of the, the rub with the sort of the friction point with Uranus in your ninth Virgo. So your day-to-day -day life and even your health, whatever changes you're making are because you are seeing something very differently. And this even means sort of deconstructing a lot of old held beliefs about your maybe even your body, your relationship with your body. So there's just a lot of big shifts happening for Virgo and maybe in kind of a subtle way, um, but they are registering um, in how you see the world, how you see yourself. Maybe you're opening up to health and wellness on a level that you never opened up to. Um, it will add that your planet Mercury is turning direct uh, on February 3rd. It's doing so right next to Pluto. So, you know, Pluto can really show you something that maybe you haven't wanted to see. I'm just doing my due diligence to Pluto. Um, but this does give you a really powerful opportunity to make some lasting transformations as you go into more into February. Libra. So this is all happening in something called your fifth sign. So when Saturn went into Aquarius way back in 2020, Saturn started to say to you, this is your time to take you seriously, to take your talents, to take yourself, um, you take your creativity seriously. So on, for some Libra, some Libra risings, this is a time about um, an identity crisis. Who am I? What, what's my role in the world? Who, how, do I, how do I define uh, who I am? How do I express my talents, gifts, and abilities? Maybe there's been a, you know, because it is Saturn, you know, maybe a little bit of self-confidence, like lack of self-confidence. But I think with Saturn in the fifth and, and what's called Uranus in your eighth, you know, really taking a serious look at the inner saboteur. So as you sit down with Saturn this week, it's like, all right, you know, I, I'm trying to take myself seriously. I'm trying to work on some creative projects. I'm trying to like really make something. Um, but I also have to see how I am getting in the way, for example. And so Saturn's saying to you like, huh, are you actually seeing your saboteur at work? And how are you working to dismantle it? But, um, and this is a very traditional way of looking at Saturn through the fifth. It, it can speak to pregnancy. I'm saying this to those that for whom this is relevant. Um, but Saturn through this part of the chart can talk about, even though it's Saturn, we don't always think about this, getting pregnant, um, pregnancy, uh, children, um, having a family, for example, and maybe for some Libras that's relevant. Maybe it's more, and this is the thing about creativity. Creativity is taking the spark that lives within, taking the life that lives within you and, and putting it into something. 
So for pregnancy, it's putting it into a human. For somebody who makes art, it's putting it into a painting. For somebody who is an amazing cook, it's putting it into their cooking. You know, creativity, of course, can come in a lot of different forms, Libra. But this is a time for you to get very clear about who you are. You know, Saturn is saying, like, take yourself, take your talents seriously and sort of be able to stand um, in that, sort of that stronger sense of personality and persona and identity at this time. And I will add uh, Libra because your planet Venus has just turned direct. You know, you, you do have um, Venus not, you know, kind of making things a little bit serious for you. Right now, you're thinking about home and family in the mix, but this is, um, you know, it's a big check-in for you, Libra. Scorpio. Um, let's see. So Saturn went into the bottom of your chart way back in 2020 and started to ask you, Scorpio, a simple question. Where is home and who is home? And that question and the answers, of course, are going to be different for all Scorpios or Scorpio risings. But the idea is that Saturn's at the base of your chart. It's a time to settle down. It's a time to put down roots, time to prioritize home and family. And if you have, if their family is a little bit of a sticky issue, how do you make your own family? How do you put down your own roots? How do you create a foundation that's actually going to support you and nourish you? Because um, sometimes we realize that sort of the container, the pot that we've been growing in um, over the last however many years is actually not supporting us, it's not nourishing us. Um, but this is a time where on a very traditional way of looking at things, there's been a move, there's been a big move, family, big things going on with family, um, maybe even starting your own family. Um, I will say that the new moon on the first can um, speak to a change in the household. Somebody moves in, somebody moves out. Um, there's a move again, um, or a need to really focus on life on that larger macro lens about how do you settle down in life? Does that mean getting a partner? Does that mean doing it solo? Does that mean buying your home if you're able to? Or sort of what's sort of going to really anchor you in life and make you feel supported and nurtured and cared for at this time? The friction point has been relationships. And there's been this story since 2018, 2019 about relationships in the midst of a massive transformation. The people that are coming into your life, the people who have been coming into your life uh, have been in theory very different than they were before. So this has been a time for relationship for Scorpio and maybe the where is home, who is home question also threads back to a person, a partner, um, whomever is actually going to be that person in your life. Um, da, da, da. Sagittarius. So Sagittarius, this new moon is in something called your third sign. So Saturn has been asking you and will ask you this week, how are you taking your voice seriously? Voice is a, lot, is a couple of things. It's the words out of your mouth, words out of my mouth. It's the energy behind those words. How do you put your voice into something? But this is a time where it's about communication, writing, thinking, listening, um, education. And how are you, to that point, taking your education seriously? Aquarius is a smarty pants sign. So Sagittarius, maybe you're having to really demonstrate that you actually know something. 
And Saturn through the third also talks about the choices that we all have to make in life. And at some point you have to make really serious decisions, uh, Sagittarius, and these are serious decisions that you set you up for the bigger changes of when Saturn goes through your fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. So that, that, to that point, you know, you're really weighing your options right now, Sagittarius. So you're really looking at what's the bigger goals in your life and what's your relationship with your voice and the value of your voice. You also, the, the point of friction in your chart right now is that you've got Uranus. It's been there since 2018, 2019 in your sixth sign. So you have to take health and wellness uh, equally as seriously and making a lot of big changes in uh, your day-to-day -day life. And probably your day-to-day -day life looks nothing like it did in, in 2018, 2019. Um, so... That said, um, you know, Jupiter is your planet. It's hanging out in Pisces. I just sort of make this point because eventually next year, March 2023, um, Saturn will join, uh, it will go into Pisces. Jupiter will be a bit, a bit away after, after that point. But I think a lot of the things that you're doing right now, um, Sagittarius, are in a way um, planting the seeds so that next year when Saturn goes there, the seeds about home and family um, are actually ready to start to take roots. Capricorn. Capricorn. So, um, no, I'm just thinking about my, my one of my best friends. That's uh, Capricorn. Um, Capricorn has been in kind of a sticky spot for a really long time. And I think the thing that, you know, Capricorn is so used to, to doing Capricorn. It's a, it's a sign that typically follows the rules, follows the script. Um, you give them an assignment, they do it, they do it well. And the thing is, is that the, the rules or the script or whatever is just completely out the window at this point. So, in 2021, Capricorn was feeling a lot of pressure to make a lot of profound personal changes and to redefine who they are and express the truth of who they are in a, in a, in a much more liberated way. Um, you have Aquarius as, you know, this, all this is happening in what's called your second sign with the new moon in the, in the second sign. You've got the, the checking with Saturn happening in the second sign. And so on some level, this is about value and worth, you know, the, the value and worth of who you are, the value and worth of being able to be, to have the freedom to be who you are. Will people value me if I am exactly who I am inside as opposed to maybe the expectations of others or the expectations of society? This is also about money, you know, Saturn through the second, it's a very traditional money transit. Saturn is looking over the books. Typically, we really want to um, be very uh, conservative with our spending or, or really uh, kind of showing Saturn that we know how to balance the books, that we know the value of money and resource. Um, you know, sometimes Saturn through the second can you can build wealth with Saturn the second, but at the same time, you can also feel the the lack of something with Saturn the second. So Saturn, you know, as things maybe have left your life on a monetary level or a resource level, you get very clear about the true value of something. So Saturn is asking this week, do you know your true value? Do you know the true value of a currency or a resource in your life? Do you have a very different relationship with spending um, with getting the things that you need 
for example. Um, but this is a kind of a foundational time. You're sort of putting, you know, kind of creating a more solid material life at this point, um, buying things, um, gathering things, and have to necessarily be buying things, but gathering the resources you need to create a solid uh, financial or material foundation in your life. But like I said, there's a rub. There's, all this is against the backdrops of a lot of personal transformations. I will add, because you've got Venus in Capricorn, Mercury in Capricorn, Mars in Capricorn, um, Mercury turns direct this week. So there's a lot of stuff going on in your sign, Capricorn. So you're at a crossroads. Um, you're having to make big decisions. These big decisions on some level talk about value and worth, the value and worth of something. Um, but also um, about was it, career and um, sort of the direction that you want to take in your professional life and maybe in the direction overall. Um, Aquarius. Happy birthday, Aquarius. So here we are. We're coming up to the midpoint of the sign this week, sort of the middle of Aquarius this week. Um, my, my dad's an Aquarius. His birthday is February 3rd. Um, but that said, um, this Aquarius new moon is your personal point of renewal for your season. Um, if it's your birthday on the first, plus or minus a couple of days, it's typically a, a year ahead that's about new beginnings maybe even powerful new beginnings because of all the things I said earlier with the eclipse energies, with Saturn square Uranus. I think it hasn't been easy for Aquarius because you've got Saturn in the first, which maybe logically sounds like that would be totally okay because Saturn is in its own sign. But I think Saturn in the first, it can be heavy. You really feel the weight of time and responsibility. You feel like a lot of things are on you right now. It can feel a bit singular. You know, Saturn doesn't typically do its best work in the sign of Aries. Um, and so in a way we are kind of connecting to the energies of Aries, even though it's Aquarius. Um, but then you have, um, you have Uranus down in the fourth. So there's been a lot of changes in home and family, changes in your living situation and environment. So whatever new beginnings that are happening right now, they're sort of part of a series of milestones that have been happening since 2018, 2019 for you. So Saturn in some level is saying to you this week, are you ready to take you, life, direction, responsibility, leadership seriously? And maybe you do feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, but Saturn is saying like, this is your time to really take the next big step up in your life. I, I don't know why this is the example that comes to mind. I remember the first time I taught a class and there was that realization that I was no longer the student. I was the person standing in front of the room. There's like that, oh shoot moment. Like they're all here to see me. I gotta, I gotta say some smart things. So in a way, like you're on Aquarius, like the spotlight's on you. You're the person with the mic. You're the person who has to be the adult in the room and, and be the authority. And how, what do you do with that? And I realize that's, that's a big question and, and it's gonna be different for every Aquarius, and especially at, at Aquarius is at different life stages. Um, but this is a really uh, fundamental time for you, Aquarius. It's really forging a new chapter. And this is a chapter that's gonna take you over the next 30 years. I know, 30 years, because that's the amount of time it takes Saturn to return back to Aquarius. Um, so as you sit down with Saturn this week, really think about 
those big long range goals and if that's overwhelming then just think in smaller increments think you know the next you know few years next five years um, but where do you want to go what sort of position of leadership and responsibility and because the first is typically a point about health and vitality use this energy especially to get real um, in your life if there are things in your life that are just not helping supporting your health and vitality um, saturn can be a little bit of the, like, the the parent with this but think of this week and i know it's a birthday time for you aquarius as you're sitting down with your, like your life coach and maybe that's a better way to reframe it. Um, and, and if you were sitting down with your life coach this week, you know, what, what do you and your life coach really map out for the coming days and weeks and years and decades ahead? Pisces. So here we are, Pisces. Um, last end of, end of the zodiac. Um, so Aquarius for you is what's called your last sign. It's your 12th sign. And I think... It's, it's sort of worth mentioning that Saturn has been in this part of your chart, the last sign, since 2020. Saturn is like the big hand on the clock, and it says that at any point in our, in our life that this is the time. This is sort of the, the greater macro metaphoric time, and the 12th is about endings. It's, it's, the, it's, the point, it's a point that represents the non-manifested world, spirituality, it's dreams, it's intuition. So Saturn's leading you or has led you back into a space that is very deeply existential. Like you've got to figure out what everything means right now. No, no, uh, no pressure, right, Pisces? Um, you need to figure out the things that you are still holding on to, like boxes of the last 30 years, and be very conscientious about what you want to bring with you into 2023 and what you don't want to bring with you in 2023. Because when Saturn goes into Pisces in March of 2023, then it's with you. It's, it's with you with the next cycle. Go back and listen to Aquarius. That's sort of like, in a way, uh, uh, you, you next year. Um, but so this is a time where you have this new moon it's about your spirituality it's about what's your your inner world uh, your your deepest emotions and feelings your intuition but it's also preparing you for a new life it's a very liminal space in the chart and sort of this i think there's a bit of an ache about this time because saturn typically wants to build and construct but in the 12th it can't build and construct it's like you, you build something and then it, it washes away. So on some level, Saturn is saying to you at this point, after, you know, after the last 18, however many months, how Zen are you at this point? What's your spirituality? What's your faith? What's your truth? What's your relationship with your intuition? How, are, are you ready to forgive, to find compassion, to let go, uh, to detach? on an ego level from the things on a physical plane that just no longer serve you. And this is going to be a different time for every Pisces because the 12th is a place where we can slam into it with our ego and really feel the ache of not really knowing you know, which way is up and maybe feeling like things are so unobtainable. Or we can go into the 12th and it's like a sacred chapel. So use this time um, very sacredly. Pisces, you know, the point of friction for you has been the time about really, truly, truly finding your voice, finding your voice in your life, finding your voice 
and everything. Um, and maybe the, even finding your intuitive voice. So this is the new moon that prepares you for the, the Pisces new moon um, on, I believe it's March 1st, maybe March 2nd. Um, and that Pisces new moon is the, sort of that renewal point for your season. So, you know, as you get to the, the last you know, few weeks before your birthday, Pisces, be very conscientious about what you are letting go because it's part of something bigger and it's preparing you for the next life. So that is your look at the 12 signs of the Zodiac and what uh, this Aquarius new moon means, especially in terms of this larger story that we've been all navigating. Um, you know, I, I sort of put in this larger context, you know, Saturn's been Aquarius since 2020. So this is a check-in for the midpoint of a story that takes us all the way to March of 2023 when Saturn goes into Pisces, but it is an echo to the, the bigger personal changes that we've made and, and are currently making with Uranus and Taurus since May 2018, March 2019. This is all happening in what's called fixed signs. And as you've heard me say before, the fixed signs are not so fixed at the moment. My my Tauruses, my, my Scorpios, my Leos, my Aquarius, your life is not so fixed at the moment. And that's just a nature of the time and the energy of time that we're in right now. And, uh, and how this new moon and how this week and even the next couple of weeks are preparing us for the, the eclipse energy of April and May and, and these eclipses that we're going to start to have in Taurus and Scorpio. So I think it's a very crucial month. Um, very crucial week. Um, do do your, your homework with Saturn. Think of Saturn as a life coach. Um, hopefully, I always say Saturn comes to you in three ways. Come to you as the life coach, the parent, or the cops. So hopefully, you're not getting the cops this week. You're getting life coach Saturn. So yeah, work with Saturn. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Saturn um, cheerleader, and I want everybody to be Saturn, because it's it's a framework, it's a system, um, and we all our life needs a framework and a system. Otherwise, it's just going to be chaos. So that is your look at the astrology of January thirty first through February sixth, twenty twenty two. Sorry for the wrong date in the corner. I forgot to update it. Um, but um, yeah, we will see each other next week. It'll be February properly. We'll have a little bit more of a context for everything that's going on. But um, until then, you can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, um, YouTube, Spotify. You can sign up for my newsletter. You can even book a consultation with me. I know many of you are my clients. See you, you every time in the live feed. But um, have a great week. And until the next time, bye-bye.